I can't go back and talk to these yeah. people about what well, I it's did. Like Bible yeah, spoilers. It, dude. <laughs> Shit, Jesus dies? No, it's like... <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome Hi. to Sit Suck. My name is Kendrick. I'm Kyle, and that spider fell again when I clapped. And nice. I'm Joe. And I'm Kevin. And we were Those having a conversation. Forgot. About... Kyle has a spider that's noise activated, and it it gets it spooks him oh, every time shit. he claps. I actually did forget, and that is hilarious. <laughs> did he just like wiggle like, around? Why, why does a spider? What? What the fuck is happening? Yeah. What's he do? I'm gonna take a video of it right now. Oh. We'll put it. We'll put it on the on the thing. Do it. Look oh. at the bottom I of create. your web browser now. <laughs> look up. Web. Look up to the upper left of your vision now. It'll be broadcasted directly into your uh, augmented reality eyeballs. I'm recording yeah. it on a little video, so yeah. Beep boop. <laughs> but anyway, before the little episode, video. we were talking about um, how Kendrick's brother. It, I'm I'm an addict. I'm an I'm an addict. I'll admit it. I'll admit it right here. I'm a mobile game addict. I love the grind collection of those games. They remind me of Kyle playing, likes to grind. They remind me of playing World of Warcraft in college and just spending hours watching Star Trek Next Generation and running around Azeroth and collecting shit and selling it on the auction house. Like I'm, grinding I'm, reputation, doing that stuff. I'm a huge addict. Huge addict. I, so. I envy I envy that. I envy your ability to get into those games. Um, same. So, any mobile game you play nowadays that does that, they're generally referred to as gacha games because they make the style of gacha machines in Japan, where you pay money and you get stuff and you never know what it's going to be, and that's always represented in some type of form of like earnable currency in the game, like a loot box that you spend <laughs> and then you unlock characters, and then those characters require more of the spending to unlock fully because you don't get them all when you open them up originally, and so on and so forth. So. Most of these games are all gotcha games. There's tons of them. There are bajillions of them. And I made that number up because there's so many. There's IPs left and right. There's Star Wars, Marvel, DC, One Piece, Final all Fantasy. anime you could want, Final Fantasy, all yeah. this stuff. They're all just fucking an Octopath Traveler one I'm playing right now. And that game just came out like on the Switch like a few years ago. Like They're like, F it, let's make a gotcha game. A single player online gotcha game. <laughs> it's like... Genshin Impact, another gotcha game. They're all, it's the model. Yeah. It's it's the evolution of it the thing. It makes they them the do get money. You. Uh, gotcha the, games. <laughs> I mean, they get you if you have an addict and addiction problem. Yeah. The the game on. that he was playing is called War of the Visions: Final Fantasy Bravest Exodus. And there's been a few Bravest Exodus games. This one is specifically based in the mechanical style of Final Fantasy Tactics games. And uh, we we went on to discuss before the episode, which is why we stopped, and so we were like, hey, we can record this on an episode, um, discussing to Kevin what Final Fantasy Tactics is like. Because you'll often hear that's a tactic-style game, or I've referred to games as tactics-style games. Uh, Digimon Survive, things like that have these tactics style mechanics mm -hmm. but if you don't know what tactics is you don't know what the fuck that means so we're going to talk about it <laughs> and well, so we and started off going good i was gonna say that's what the, what came to mind to me was like um 
like the old school GBA Final Fantasy Tactics or like Which is uh, the one that I played first and uh, I don't I didn't know any other tactics besides that. Or like a until fire, I was fire emblem, right? Fire emblem. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I would say Fire Emblem falls in the same vein of tactics games, but it is not the same as Final Fantasy Tactics, I, meaning I would positioning is important and you're moving things on squares on a map and elevation matters and all this the, stuff. The original mm -hmm. Fire Emblem, I think, was an important development in the history of games that we call tactics games. And I think it was a very uh, like key thing as far as positioning and character like types classes orientation those kinds of things like attack patterns it really paved a lot of ground okay yeah. but final fantasy tactics which was released in what 97 uh something like that yeah uh it really jumped up at least three if not seven notches uh from what of, sorry of... It, it jumped up from what from like Fire Emblem or any of its contemporaries. Oh, I didn't even really know Fire Emblem was like out in '97. I thought Fire Emblem was like I didn't play Fire Emblem until the Game Boy Advance. Honestly, am I thinking Fire Emblem or am I thinking of something else? Uh, you might be thinking something else because Fire Emblem was, I think, released as a Game Boy Advance, which PlayStation predates pretty pretty far. Ah, uh, what am what am I thinking? Because there's another I'm game. Thinking, um, no, the first release think, is called Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light in 1990. That was a first release in Japan of Fire Emblem. Yeah, Fire yeah. Game, so. <laughs> I'm thinking of one of the very early ones. Uh, not Maybe not that one, but um, there is one. Um, it might be Fire Emblem, Mystery of the Emblem, uh, Binding Blade... I don't remember, but one of these, one of those games definitely had a turn-based strategy thing, um, and it was definitely old uh, Super Nintendo, maybe. Hmm. Uh, but I think it, it was I know definitely the position. game you're talking about. And it, is it not the, Fire Emblem? It's not Fire Emblem. Um, hang on, I gotta grab. I'm gonna do the thing. I'm gonna grab my Switch real quick and <laughs> find that, because I think they have it on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, you might be right. Um, and it starts with Fire, but it is it is like a turn-based RPG. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I'm, I'm thinking of a different Fire game. Um, hmm. uh, Breath of Fire. Breath of Fire? Is that, I, no, is that right? It might be. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what... You're just saying words now, so. Joe. Breath of Fire was like a, a Super Nintendo <laughs> RPG series that was yeah, I don't think it, I don't Final Fantasy like Final Fantasies and Dragon Quest. Yeah, I was also so curious might, uh, as to uh, um, where the Mega Man Battle Network series landed. See that? So yeah, has anybody played all those games that he's Some, talking about? I have yeah. not. Okay, it to me that that's a very 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 uh, well. Sorry, let me take away all those varies. It's <laughs> similar, but. It's similar in that you move in a square-like pattern, but that's about it. Okay. Um, the May Battle Network games are awesome, by the yeah. way. If you never played them, it's, I would go play them. It's kind of like Pokemon, but with positioning. I would like... say it's kind of like Castlevania in how you grind things and have to earn mm. things and unlock stuff because there's some Castlevania there's some Castlevania level grinding for certain like cards so you get like chips in that game and so the way that it, it translates the bosses from old Mega Man games into into 
Battle Network is like you get their chip programs. and you get like yeah the programs and you get like a hand of programs you can use every turn and you use them and new hands come new cards come in and stuff and you get their their thing and you guys get to summon them and they do some crazy shit on the board and you can use them to just wreck other other things but you have to like grind them and you know do things strategically and like yeah. unlock their thing and you don't get them every time they you have to dr they drop and you can miss it and so you have to grind it and that's more like that feels a lot more like castlevania to me than it does like symphony of the night guess, than it does guess, um yeah like maybe there's a bit of deck building with that one too right because you have to put mm -hmm. like oh absolutely yeah which is kind of crazy that stuff is about. all not tactics <laughs> okay yeah. anyway well, and that's side so side note <laughs> the, the core elements the game i was thinking of i think was actually called shining force for the record okay. um so um... And it looks like 97. I don't know why I have this this weird, uncanny ability to just randomly guess numbers and be just... You were right, right, yeah. But 97 <laughs> was when it came out. This, um, and so the, the reason that that game was so influential was it did so much shit with both, like, the game mechanics that we're talking about, like, where you can move around on a grid and there's height and there's attack patterns. So, like, when you attack, there's a shape that comes out of you that you point that's very much yeah. like Dungeons & Dragons. Those are all a little bit derivative. Like, it, it culminated in that game, but I think the big part is the way it did storytelling. Because in the game, there's, like, three cutscenes that were really beautiful. Or, no, the later ones are beautiful. The earlier ones are shit. They're just rendered nonsense. But almost all of the storytelling is in-game with the models moving around as if like they're playing on the fighting map including maps you can never fight on so like interiors of churches or people's houses they walk <laughs> in and you see the whole story develop in front of you as if it was the same exact environment that you're playing the game in yeah and mm -hmm. they it kept that immersion kind of consistent because then you never knew when like a shot rings out, and then your character walks in, and you're like, oh, fuck, I guess it's on. Right. And then, yeah, sometimes the, the, the scene would literally transition quite seamlessly, where the, like, uh, one of my favorite ones is, like, uh, one of the fights with one of the boss characters is, like, you, you have this final showdown with him, mm -hmm. and you're exchanging barbs, and then the screen suddenly just starts to turn, because that's how it starts every fight, and it, like, throws this diamond pattern over it, and it's like, gives you the objective it's like kill vigraph and, and you're like oh shit you're like oh sh like okay this is on we're not just talking here and then the then the, the fight goes and, and, and you've uh, had you have fights that end in a cutscene. so all of a sudden you're fighting and then it just cuts to the like oh or not not cutscene, but it's like story time now yeah. they're talking and i think it did such a great job of seamlessly integrating that as well as having what is uh, debatably a really compelling story if you've got and i don't mean to be insulting but literally if you've got the attention span to get through it because it is rough yeah. but it's it's, it's really but it's compelling. very political it, like it's it's yeah. very oh, dude, like yeah. game of thrones -y kind of before, yes. <laughs> way before that happened like it's <laughs> still like even in uh, even in the uh, mobile game the story if they do the exact same stuff that's the greatest part about this game this mobile game is like all the storytelling is done on the maps it's yep. not as seamless because of loading issues and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but it's like, very immersive. It's all that, and well, it's all about like these the war of this, these kingdoms and the intrigue and stuff and the these them finding these relics and, and things and it's like very like low is it low fantasy like yeah like Game of Thrones level like intrigue and stuff. So you have to you gotta be into that and 
it, I imagine it is a really good story. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, <laughs> no, it, it, it gets crazy, yeah. and it 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 it, oh, it you, turns. It doesn't spoiler. turn so. Yeah, t- you want the ending of the game in case you get to it. You spoiler alert for Final Fantasy Tactics, a twenty-five-year-old video game. You kill Jesus. <laughs> And he's, they reference him as Jesus. Not it's not Jesus. It's a different. It's it's a female. But you you literally kill the Messiah who turned out to actually be a really shitty person. Yeah. So at the end of the game, you're like, I can't, I can't go back and talk to these yeah. people about what well, I did. Like Bible yeah, spoilers, it, dude. <laughs> Shit, Jesus dies. No, it's like <laughs> the the like the game begins with like laying out this plot line of like you're from a family your main character is from a family of nobles that are part of a particular like uh like section of knights called the Holkaten and then you're fighting against and I actually forget the other name but like you're fighting against them there's like a a secondary group of people who are basically just like semi you know terrorists and like guerrilla warfare who are like resisting all of this this like war is breaking out between these two people vying for like the kingdom because both of them have like a quote-unquote legitimate heir to the throne and slowly transitions into the church is secretly building up power by summoning arch fiends from beyond the stars and then somehow bringing about the Messiah, which is actually a fucking gigantic demon monster. And it's like, what happened here? Yeah, it goes <laughs> off the rails. And it, it is it is absolutely amazing as an experience. And even knowing that doesn't really ruin it. The problem is the story literally takes place over a decade and a half of in-game time. And so, like, it's... It's rough. I mean, it's not easy to get through, honestly. But it is, it is gorgeous, and just the storytelling and the betrayal and fucking Delita. Fuck that guy. Yeah, and like, it almost yeah, sounds no, it's, like, it's, like it's, a Mario RPG storyline. It kind of is. Oh, it's just, it's, I mean, it's very involved. I mean, honestly, also, it sounds like it influences a ton of like Square Enix's storytelling. It is. Uh-huh. No, it is. I, I'm it's like a crown playing jewel for that like, reason. I'm like playing their Octopath Traveler game on the phone, and a lot of that sounds very similar to like <laughs> how they've consolidated some of the storytelling down in in that well, game. And it's and like Square Enix. Wow. When you get when you get into the uh, advanced one, you get into some weird shit where they started tying into the mainstream Final Fantasy universes. Because Final Fantasy, what is it, twelve is the same universe as Tactics Advance. Yes. That is correct. And it's in Ivalice, yeah. It's the Kingdom of Ivalice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in in Tactics Advance, you've got these judges that are like fucking with your stees, and that that's a whole other thing where like it spirals hideously out of control. Did you there. play twelve? No. Okay, like, because I, I guess yeah. that's a huge I'm part familiar of twelve. With it. No, I'm, like, well, I've heard it, of it. No, it, I, yeah. I, that's no, the in, only in, one I've bought in like of the last. Uh, since nine is twelve because oh, I was like, it's in Evilise. I really want to play this eventually because I want to know what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I played Tactics Advanced. I honestly got frustrated by the arbitrary laws. Yeah, and that's what made me put it down because that mechanic just pissed me off. Same. Um, was, my ignorance let too. me not know anything else, and it frankly was really frustrating at times because the laws would be like, yeah, very difficult Precious. to get around. Um, and. and yeah, ar- seemingly arbitrary. <laughs> well, but what I liked about it, frankly, was apparently, and this is hearsay, I haven't played it, but in 12, the judges, like culturally, it's it's like years later, the judges have gotten mad, they've gone insane, 
and they started declaring increasingly arbitrary laws like on thursday it's illegal to be a moogle now guess what asshole and you're like whoa whoa what was that it's like yeah round them up and it's like oh whoa whoa no 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 hold on back up what the fuck was that last thing you said you're like yeah round them up and it's like no that's that's not cool (laughs) and i actually appreciate that they kind of took something that was sort of a fan complaint and turned it into a really fun and like dystopian kind of story element story Mm -hmm. element you know Yeah. So that was kind of neat to me. Now, obviously, I think it's it's terrible, but like as a concept, like these judges get so powerful, they're like, ah, you know, it's illegal for you not to blow me right now. It's like, it okay, is. what the fuck though? It is kind of like a Sanderson esque like like world building thing because mm-hmm. it, it is it, it is kind of cool that that's the world there. And now it's it sucks in the game when you're playing it from a mechanical standpoint because it makes it very difficult. But yeah. if the world that that they're in, that being like a thing that can happen at any time, is like very oh, it's beautiful, interesting. It's just from a it's world great story writing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, none of that's cool. in the real Final Fantasy tactics. There's no yeah. those laws are not a thing at all. But to be Final fair, most Fantasy. of the most of the Final Fantasy games don't relate to each other. Like not like yeah. Dragon Quest do. No, right. where it's just yeah. the same game over and over and over and over. And <laughs> we're here for it. Uh, we're playing. Uh, we're playing Dragon Quest Eleven on Garion's uh, Spicy Sub Channel. That game It'll be is, linked here. is awesome. It's a, such a fun I, game. I, I if you've it. never played a Dragon Quest game, play Dragon Quest Eleven. Like oh, it is on the Switch. God. It's fantastic. It's or, don't even get oh. me started on Dragon Quest games. Or, I was gonna actually. I was gonna actually <laughs> talk to you about Earthbound because I just started playing that with Garion, and I've never gotten far enough into Earthbound. Oh my god, I love that game. I, I've and, been playing Mother on and off for the last couple of months, which is the gen, the which is the sequel, right? It's the precursor. Okay, okay. It's the so Earthbound. Okay, we only have a couple minutes. Earthbound is kind <laughs> of sequel slash remake of Mother. It's called Mother Two, in Japan. Um, we never got Mother, so they call it Earthbound Zero or Earthbound Beginnings. Was There's a bunch the, of fans. How are you? Are you NES? playing it in Japanese then? No, I'm playing it on the Switch. It released last year on the Switch. Was it NES, the, the NES uh, one, right? Yeah. Yep, yeah. So it's called Earthbound Beginnings, I think. Okay. And they, they, they re-transliterated, or re, re-localized it, re-translated it relatively recently. I think they did it for the Wii U. And and so all both of the people who bought a Wii U enjoyed it. But So they did it again <laughs> for the Switch, for the 10 billion people who have Switches. And uh, I I've been playing it, and... It is so funny. It's like the adorable kind of retarded younger brother of Earthbound. But it's I, got such heart. It's beautiful. Yeah, there's so much stuff in Earthbound that I keep making fun of. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe Earthbound stole this from X thing. And it's funny because yeah. Earthbound came out like way before any of these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Earthbound, but it's amazing. Yeah, the, the first. And, <laughs> yeah, and like the characters and like just the stuff you're doing in it, like... I don't know. It, it's lovely. It's well, very it, it, fun to watch someone play. <laughs> And the stuff like Undertale came out, yeah. and people are all like, "Oh, it's so like Unearthbound," and I, it's like, "All right, well, I mean, Earthbound was like Earthbound, so I think I'll, I'll just stick with that." But yeah, no, I think the difference Unde- between, go ahead. I was gonna say Undertale is definitely worth playing if you like you, Earthbound. Earthbound. Yeah, yeah, I but, agree. But it's like when you see what Undertale has done, you're like, uh, I think I'll just go play Earthbound somewhere. Yeah, I played fun. Undertale for like 45 minutes. Yeah. Um. And and then I got bored, and then I never played it again. So. I, I watched Earthbound. I just, just watched computer. YouTubers do all of the the Undertale like versions and just watch them. Yeah, I got to I got experience. to what's her name? What's their name? The 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 fucking caretaker that finds you after the 
plant beats the shit out of you, and I'm like, Toriel? all right, and yeah, and it was like it just got all creepy and weird, and I'm like, I don't yeah. really want to. You gotta play this. you gotta push on through because the end, like as you get towards the end, things get kind of crazy, and it gets like I think oh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it it gets really into itself. And you, yeah. And, and, and uh, it's like it's the game that kind of inspired the weirdness of like Doki Doki Literature yeah, Club. Not, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Got a lot of those think, same kind of like hacking your computer to make well, that, fun of you type of things. Mm-hmm. I, I think the biggest reason I lost my interest, to be completely honest, was the really fucking obnoxious bullet hell mini games that were baked into every battle. I yeah, that's and, if if you don't enjoy that, like yeah, that's, that that's, I didn't understand it fight. well enough to so know what the like, fuck I was you're doing. You're not gonna enjoy the game. Yeah, like yeah. It, and there's no sense of like whether you're doing good or bad in a in a in a, in a like conflict because it's I, to me I was just like, what am I doing? Like I, I, I yeah, I, I thought that pulled inspiration from Earthbound, but, but I've never no. really played Earthbound that much. But I thought no, those there, kind there's of no bullet, bullet hell things, like yeah, pulled no. inspiration. It's still just a traditional like RPG. Nope. Okay. Yeah. I was curious. The only thing that's really novel about Earthbound's battle sequences, and I'm, we're we're about out of time, but I gotta say this: probably the only thing that's really novel is it's basically Dragon Quest for as far as your interface is concerned. And in fact, the original one was actually the same engine as Dragon Quest. Um, They're like way too much shit. text needed to explain what's happening, kind of <laughs> interface. No, right, right, but like bad guys are in a line, you're in a line, you take turns. The only thing that was novel about Earthbound is that. When you get hit, it doesn't instantaneously delete the value from your HP. It causes a little ticker to roll down in real time. And if you move quick enough, you can actually heal yourself before the damage hits zero. Really? Ooh. Yeah. That's awesome. That's the only Neat. thing that Earthbound did that's like really novel with the fighting the the, the, the fighting game. Like Interesting. I did not know that. And, and it's really the, tough to do. The SNES version, right? Yeah, that's and, the Super Nintendo. Okay, I, I I should probably just go play that game. I should probably. You should. It's on Switch. It's on the Switch. Yeah. We've all got a Switch. We can all do that. Yeah. It's one of these days. I'll touch a Steam Deck. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. It's got a lot of goofiness. It's not peak Super Nintendo, but it's close. And I think mm-hmm. it, the reason that I think it, I would guess I'll say it's aged well, is because of its humor and it and it, mm-hmm. and it's just general like milieu that it exists in it's like well and like at any given moment a random photographer will drop down from the sky and take a picture of you yeah like and regardless of what you're doing you're fighting like really mundane stuff that's fun and i don't know it's just got a lot of charm that lasts and it's not like as uh, I, I i don't know the jrpg style of like religion versus government versus like the <laughs> gorilla people which is like in every single jrpg ever it's yeah. kind of its own little pocket yeah. of sunshine. That's, that's well, exactly and... why I liked uh, Mario RPG. Yeah. It's... Which one? Legend of the Seven Stars? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see the Mario I... trailer and see how Chris Just Pratt is it. doing his excellent Mario voice? <laughs> no, I haven't. Next <laughs> episode. Not. That's the I joke. He just, everyone else around him is it. doing great we'll acting, and he's just like, yeah, I'm Mario. I'm Chris Pratt. I'm, I'm Chris... Mario. Uh, uh, we got to let's go. Is this the Mushroom Kingdom? Clever. So girl. the entire internet's trying to Sonic the Hedgehog Chris Pratt of Mario, and we'll see if it works. <laughs> anyway, see you later, everybody. Like, comment, like, and subscribe. Comment, subscribe. Bye. <laughs> nah, it's, it, it won't care. They, they don't give a shit.
I agree.